0: Hello again, I'd like to welcome you to another podcast brought to you by the players in the game of life. Today I want to talk about a subject that's kind of close to my heart and it brings me almost to a little sadness. I'm going to go into a series about why it is that people don't want to go to church anymore. I know there's other problems, but I just want to read something to you. And it comes from the book of Hebrews, the 10th chapter and the 25th verse. Hear ye these words, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. My brothers and sisters, I really wanna talk to you today. There has been something on my mind and I'm I'm going to to go a little bit in depth with it a little later on, but I wanna talk about it. I really do. And I don't know, it's just that it seems to me that, that we're moving away from something that is to me absolutely necessary. And like I say, my thing is not to get you to think like I think or to believe what I believe. I just want you to think. Number one, I wanna ask the question why, or the question has been asked to me rather, why is assembly necessary? Paul says it in the verse, much more as you see the day approacheth." The day is the day that Jesus returned. We ought to apply this verse even more so as he re- as his return draws near it. assembling happens not only in the churches but also in church houses small group settings and gatherings i want to say this to you there's a a, a a method of war that satan uses is called divide and conquer it means to make a group of people disagree and fight with one another so that they not join together against one. I mean we find it in many things that go on in our life today. Divide and conquer. We see it in the family. Uh, sibling against sibling. Children will do it sometimes against parents. People do it on the job. One will do this and the other will do that just to fix it so you won't side with somebody else. It, it, it's so much going on today. And these are tools of Satan. The Psalm says in 133 and 1, it says, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Satan does not want us to come together. And, I, and I'm saying this not to convince you or try to coerce you in, in joining church or going to church. But there are, there are reasons that we need this in our lives, my brothers and sisters. I know... Many people have a bad taste in their mouth about going to church sometimes. Assembling happens not only in, like I say, in the churches, but in small groups. There's a wisdom and a warning in God's word to gather more so as you see the day approaching. It is critical we do not forsake assembling together as we move further into the last days. So we are strengthened and protected. That's wisdom. There will be spiritual forces that resist the saints' assembly. People don't want a Satan, let me put it to you just real, does not want us getting together and getting strength. Because when we are divided, there is no strength. When you are in dire straits, or it doesn't even have to be dire straits. Say you need to talk to somebody. Say you need to be with somebody that has possibly been through some things that you are going through yourself. Who better to talk to? The church is full of people that are going through something that you may be going through or have yet to go through. I'm telling you, it's absolutely necessary that we do find ourselves assembling. There are a number of reasons why we should meet together as the Bible translates and it states, Not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day is approaching. I know I keep saying the day is approaching, but it is. There comes a time, and there is coming a time, we see it. So much stuff going on in the world today. We got fathers against sons. We got mothers against daughters. We got children against children so many times you turn around and you hear about killings going on in the street today we don't have that that unity we don't have that 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 spirit sometimes i believe and i'm not going to say it's the church's fault but sometimes we need to talk in the churches more about the things that are going on today that really affect people and the word of god has it it's just it's not being explained possibly in some churches not in all churches In some churches it's not being explained and some people aren't going to the church to even see in the first place. Sometimes you go in, you know there used to be a saying that say the day that you lay off is the day that it pay off. The times that you miss and don't go to church is the time that that thing that you're dealing with might just be answered. Some people walk into church listening for either the preacher or some song to lift their spirits from where they are right now. They find themselves in a bad place. And they need some encouragement, they need some help, they need some strength, they need some guidance. Yes, I know church hurt is a bad thing and there's some things that's going on in this world and sometimes in the church. But you have to realize and understand the reality of life. We have sin in the world. And we all have fallen short of the glory of God. We're all in church for one thing or another. But one thing for sure, we know where we can go or should be able to go to find the love, the joy, to be reminded of the peace of God, to be reminded of the grace and the mercy of God and the things that the relationship with God will do for us. I mean, I'm here to tell you, if it weren't for the grace of God, the mercy of God, I don't know where I'd be right now. I haven't always been in a relationship with God. I used to have a intellectual knowledge of God. I, I never had a, a, a relationship with him to where as I could feel it you know I I I knew it is one thing to, to to know of him uh how can I put it education wise academically but it's another thing to know about him emotionally to know and to love God and to know that he loves us it's a different story when you know somebody loves you unless you're just thinking I'm not saying that you don't love God or you don't believe in God it's a whole lot of Satan believes in God and good intentions hmm, good intentions is not going to get it either they say that we have in the Bible tells us that that we have to love God we have to accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior I mean when we do that we have certain promises that God will keep he takes care of us uh, sometimes I know I know I know I know we have, we've prayed to God when when mama, daddy or loved one was sick or something happened to somebody that you truly loved and the relationship that you had in the first place with somebody that you probably shouldn't have been with in the first place goes sour on you and there's just all kind of stuff that happened and if we'd have been paying attention to what God was trying to tell us in the first place maybe we wouldn't have made those decisions and it's something else to make a decision when you're full of sorrow, when you're full of stress, when you're full of anxiety. There's there's a lot of things that go on that that God can help us with. God has sent people to help us with, to be encouraged. Somebody to just sit up and say, Yeah, I know what you're going through or I I done been there, I done done that, you know, but there is an answer. You know, I don't know how he may do it for you. I don't know when he may do it for you, but I know he's able. The Bible is full of stories where people were In some dire straits. And got fixed. I mean God made a way out of nowhere. And we know those of us who have been there. And not afraid to share it with other people. We know God is strong enough to do whatever he wants to do. When he wants to do it. Now if you say well I had cancer and I had this and I had that. And I saw them be mom and dad taken away. Well my mom, my dad both are not here with me now. But I'll tell you the truth, if by chance I could get in touch with them and I believe they're in heaven and I asked them to come back and be with me, they say, son, I'll see you when you get there. And I believe that's true in all situations. I know it's not good to say or not one of those things that you wanna hear at that moment, but there's people who know how to talk to you, how to present things to you. Are all preachers good preachers? All preachers are men, all preachers are women, all people are human beings and we all have fallen short of the glory of God. We have all made mistakes. There are people who do wrong things. They belong to Christ. They may not be doing it as well as we want them to, but at least they're trying. God knows their heart. God is the one who's going to deal with all of their situations, all of their shortcomings. Not me, not you. I don't have a hell or heaven to put anybody in. But when we come together, when we come together in the body of Christ, I go to church every Sunday. Does that make me a super saint? No, it does not. Does that make me flawless? No, it does not. What it does make me is reassured because I can hear or see somebody that's doing all right. And since God is not a respecter of person, I know that my turn is coming. All I have to do is trust in him. Wait on him. Be patient. God tells us to be patient. That's one of the gifts that he gives us. To be patient. And know that he will come through for us. Have you ever been in a situation where the Lord has come through for you? Yes, I know a lot of people say, I was raised in the church. I did this in the church. Well, you can go to church every Sunday. And you just be a demon going to church. Satan goes to church too. He goes to church every Sunday, probably just like me, because he's looking for people that he can do that divide and conquer thing with. Because when he can separate us, we won't get strength. When he separate us, we won't get encouragement. Are you going to encourage yourself? There's a song that say you can do that, but I'm telling you, you need more. There's times that things just don't work out the way that you want them to work out when you're trying to do it on your own. But when you get an uplift and an encouraging word from somebody else, somebody else just to walk by and say good morning to you, sometimes it's good. But if our attitude is not right, if our mindset is not right, where are you going to be? Satan would just love it for you to believe like he did or like he is. He's mad at us. He's not really mad at us. He's mad at God. Because God has made a way for us to be reconciled back to him. For all the mess and all the things that we have done against the will of god he still gives us the opportunity to come back to come back to him god will save anybody that truly wants to be saved and see i know you say well i can say i'm saved yeah you can but that doesn't mean god knows your heart you can't fool Him. god is not like a, a a grandfather or even a loving parent that, that, that loves you in the way that you know they just want to be your friend and they're going to agree with everything. You say, we got parents like that today. There's no such thing as illegitimate children, just illegitimate parents. Sometimes they became parents before they were really ready. But God has a remedy for that. If you listen to him, if you talk to him, if you go to some church, a Bible preaching, Bible teaching church, and I mean, you got to find one. And because there is no perfect church out there, but there is one that will fit your needs. What is it you need? Talk to God about it. I don't have all the answers. I can't answer every question, but I can tell you what's been working for me. And if it worked for me, I'm not a super saint. I'm not, I'm not walking around with PhDs and doctor degrees and, and all. It don't take that all the time. It takes that if somebody is going to explain to you and look at the Bible and read and study the Bible and then bring it to you and make it relevant to your life. Yes, you need learned people to do that. But sometimes human beings are just human beings. And my brother and sister, I'm going to tell you the truth. Don't tell everybody. You human too. And you've made some mistakes. I've made some. I've made some bad decisions god has saved me from the consequence of sin and death which is total separation from him total separation from him uh how can i best put it it's like a woman that just went and got a her deal and she walked outside in the rain now if that's a sister walking outside in the rain i don't know how nappy it may get if it's not a perm it may be just that 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 you know that heat that blow dry thing if it's a caucasian woman that walks out in the rain. I'm quite sure it's not going to sit sit up there and look all as pretty as it was. It's going to do some damage. For a man, hmm, it's like just getting that car washed. You know how it is, brothers. We just got it washed and we done waxed on it and polished on it. And then we park it getting ready to go in the house to get a shower so we can take a ride and come back in the birds and left their signature out there on it. Tell me you don't get mad. You don't get upset. You want to blame God for that too, probably. Can God fix that? Yeah. He gives you the strength to go out there and clean it off again. But all laughing and joking aside, there's some things that we have to do. And there's a series that's coming up, my brothers and sisters. And I. I'm going to go into depth with it. I'm going to have a couple of people on here that's going to talk to us about why people don't go to church. If you like, give a thumbs up to this podcast. Let us know your reason for not going to church. And if I have any supporters out there, if any, help me out on this. Talk to you later. May the Lord bless you.